It looks like they're on top of all it's this bro, shit. Did you yeah. see all the electric the trucks? Yeah. yeah. I'm I, not going to lie. That gave me a warm and fuzzy. It's like these dude, these are heroes, man. Yeah. These guys are just standing by. And here's another thing I'd love to do. do should I say it? Okay, fuck it. I'll say it. I wonder how many of those crews are women. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. great coolio passed away now i think it happened yesterday i saw that coming across my feed uh you said he was 59 yeah my god young man well okay if we're saying that to make ourselves feel better because we feel old <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't exactly young oh no, that's you don't I mean, I, the the, life expectancy is, not young. is like is not in new. the 80s now. Okay, but fair enough. That doesn't make you a young man. No, but it's like 25 years off of the, your yeah, life expectancy. Yeah. Well, I like how I, you said the first thing you thought about, like, was he vaccinated? I know. That's the first question I have yeah. now, and these guys are dying yeah. prematurely. You know, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, it's not young, but he, yeah. uh, I mean, unless he was. Once I saw his age, I was like, oh, my God, I feel old. But then again, it was like, yeah, they were they were roughly a little bit younger than me when they made it big. So it's like, okay, fair enough. Right. I don't feel old, old yet. But Jesus. And then I saw this article about Shania Twain doing an interview with Oprah. And then I look at her and it's like, you remember Shania? Yeah. Everybody remembers Shania. Oh, yeah. Let's go, girls. Even as a guy, I was like, mm, sing it, Queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shania Twain was drop dead gorgeous. And now it's like, oh, yeah, uh, she's had a lot of work. Does it done. impress you much? Not, not in the slightest. No. If she wouldn't have had so much fucking work done, she would right. probably still maintain that it. natural beauty. But she looks like, yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Well, uh, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're such assholes. <laughs> oh my god. 
Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here on the All-American Savage Show podcast live over here on Rumble. Just look up John Burke and you'll find us streaming live. We appreciate all the love and support of you sharing this podcast and telling your friends about it. Live from the kitchen. Live from the Shell Shock CBD HQ out of Richardson, Texas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Coolio, man. Just, uh... But, you know, he, he hasn't done anything since, like, the 90s. So yeah, it's kind of like, well, oh, shit, we kind of forgot about him. Taking that fantastic voyage and... Yeah, slide, slide, slip the skies, yeah. yeah. He did, didn't he do Gangster's Paradise? Wasn't that Coolio? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he made that one big with uh, Dangerous Minds and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, I remember that. God bless her. Sh- oh, Michelle Pfeiffer, she is aged very well. Yeah, so oh. women do. I mean... Yeah, the years have been writes. kind to her, yeah. Like, she didn't... Like, there are so many celebrities now, like Renee Zellweger. You probably wouldn't even recognize her now. Oh She's had God. so much stuff done. You could see her, like, I don't know who you are. Like, it's it's insane. They get that clown face going on. but uh, yeah, I don't get the, the Botox lips. You know, I think it's them just trying to retain that youth, but they're compromising. And instead, what they're getting is you looking like the Crypt Keeper. Mm. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, I, I did want to talk about this real quick. Um I, I got this DM yesterday. I, I stopped doing the questions. I, I just I haven't gotten around to doing it, but I should do it more often on my Instagram stories at John Burke official. And this one dude DM me and he was like, John, I forgot my uh, my girls our anniversary and she's upset with me because I forgot it. And I was like, man, <laughs> I don't know. The older I get, the more I start to realize that as a society, we've been preconditioned to prioritize the wrong things and major on the minors. And I told this dude, I was like, look, I'll be real with you, man. I am not good with dates. Yeah. And it's not that I don't care. And fuck, you know this. I forget how old I am half the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, it's just that it's not a priority of importance in our lives. And it doesn't, like I said, what I would tell her is like, it doesn't mean that I don't make you or I don't consider you important. But I, I told him, it's like, here's the deal. It's like too many times, this is a one-sided prioritization of what we should feel is important. And that's mainly women. Men don't usually give a fuck. And it's not that we don't care. It's just not important to us. And it doesn't mean that you're any less important to us. And I said, the base, base way I can describe this to her or any other woman, it's like, number one, do I make you happy every single day? Do I put effort into showing you I love you? Do I put a roof over your head? Do I pay those bills? Mm-hmm. Do I take care of things around the house? Do I make you a priority when, when it's called for? And am I doing this every single day? And, and the thing is, if you are, and she gets upset that you forgot a date, maybe she should, you know, have some different priorities and instead appreciate the small things that happen every single day. So if she wants to get offended that you forgot a specific day that realistically doesn't fucking matter, because you should be focused on happiness. And if your happiness revolves around a specific fucking date that Hallmark tells you is important so you can sell fucking cards and shit. Like this, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I think it's stupid. I'm not saying that anniversaries are stupid. I'm saying that if somebody gets upset that you forgot one, or whatever the case, fine, be upset. But I think the reality of it is, is if that person shows you day in and day out, they love you, they care about you, and they're doing it through actions, that's a great thing, and that should be appreciated. And I know you're probably like over there like, yeah, women don't think that way. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. Maybe it's time men started saying like, look, if you're offended by this, then maybe I stop doing all this other shit. Maybe I stop doing all these other things to support you and take care of you and make you feel safe and at peace. So, And people are like, well, you could just easily get a calendar. This is true. 
I'm not saying that it's it shouldn't be important. What I'm saying, though, is I think priorities sometimes, by and large, are so misaligned because of what society preconditions us to say and to think. It's like, oh, it's our, it's our anniversary. Great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But if she wants to get offended or he wants to get offended that you forgot, it's like, look, I'm sorry. I've got other important things I'm thinking about, like putting food on the fucking table, keeping a roof over your head. But, you know, people are going to see that different. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women out there like, it just takes a second to show you care. Bitch, you can do the same fucking thing. You can do the same fucking thing on the anniversary. Hmm. And nine times out of ten, it's the one way. The man's got to do it for the woman. That's just how it's always been. (laughs) I know I'm going to catch shit. I don't fucking care. (laughs) Oh, it's our three-month anniversary. Shut the fuck up. Like, why are you so focused on time? Because I think realistically, people want to focus on the amount of time to, they're together as a method of bragging to people. It's like, we've been together. Like, okay, those stand-up comic shows. And you see those stand-up comics about to roast a motherfucker or a couple. It's like, uh, how you doing? How long have you been together? We've been together 15 years. Look, it's stamped on our passports, some shit like that. I don't know. But I think people you want to use it as a method to, or as a reason to brag versus like, okay, are you happy though? Like, are you generally happy? You've been together for 15 years. Are you really happy or are you just together because of comfort? I can go on with this. I can keep going with this. I just, I don't find it to be one of those things that if the date is forgotten, it's a big fucking deal or that means that that person loves you any less. That's not what that's about. But people just, I don't know. They want to get mad, then fucking be mad. (laughs) Be mad and, you know, not have an anniversary gift, so I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I know that sounds horrible, but I don't care. Because here's the you deal. A, you Ladies, got a one lucky me, lady at home for you, buddy. Bro, I treat her like a fucking queen. <laughs> Taking her to Dubai, to Europe for fucking Christmas. Because I mean, here's the thing I would ask you. Ladies, here's a choice. What if you got a rose on your anniversary and that was it? Versus your man gets you things random times just because he's thinking about you. What's more important? Well, I think if you're getting things randomly, then you're more than likely going to go a little bit over the top for True. your anniversary. Unless True. something traumatic happens yeah around their your date yeah something you know out of the ordinary turns out she's a man yeah yeah, she pulls her penis out then i'm gonna i'm uh, gonna give him a condom for her anniversary i guess (laughs) (laughs) i think it's you know you're gonna do something for your spouse or your significant other so i'm not saying that it's it shouldn't be something that and if that's the way your significant or spouse feels Mm -hmm. loved then uh, i think it's your obligation and duty to you know, uh, step up to the plate and make sure that they know that mm-hmm. you find them, you know, beautiful and yeah. special and all this other stuff. So. But what I'm wondering though, is if, if this is that with that gentleman and his girls, like, is that appreciation reciprocated? Because it's always about the man doing this, the man doing that women. I'm going to tell you this right now, whether your man says it or not, he probably doesn't. When you praise him, he appreciates that. I don't think y'all realize this. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. But when a woman praises her man and says, baby, that's a good job. Baby, thank you for doing this. Baby, I'm telling you, that that to me, that means way more than anything else out there. Just to say that, hey, I appreciate you doing this for me. Versus like, thanks, babe. It's like that I appreciate. So it's kind of like, gentlemen, it ain't just a one-way street with this whole appreciation or showing appreciation. That works two ways. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. Women, you think you're the prize. You think you're the prize. But I'm going to tell you, if you don't bring shit to that relationship, you're already in a deficit. You're in a relationship deficit. Because of these women, they get these high heads like, well, I'm the prize. He should chase after me. Bitch, what the fuck do you bring to the table? What do you have to offer? Are you, here's the thing, like gentlemen, you got that woman in your life and she's demanding all this stuff. Is she bringing you peace? Is she bringing you peace of mind? Is she making you feel loved, nurtured, taken care of? And if she's not, why the fuck are you with her? 
Real talk, motherfuckers. Real talk. Mm, just got real quiet. Just in got, here. Real, got quiet real quiet, motherfucker. These are the things that I've learned over time and things that I compromised on because, you know, my the girl I'm with, you know, she was like, hey, do you, would it bother you if I had a girl's night out? I'm just like, no. She's like, so you're not going to be bothered by that? I was like, well, where are you going? I was like, I kind of want to know that. Not for the simple sake of I can spy, but I want to know you're safe. Mm-hmm. And I, here's the other deal. Like, I, I was with this, I was in this other relationship with this one girl who dressed very inappropriately half the time. And I was like, look, I'm not going to tell you what to wear. But what I'm going to tell you is you're but not going to- take gonna, that off. <laughs> yeah, take that off right now. <laughs> what I am going to say is like, I'm not going to tell you what to dress as or what not to wear. What I'm going to say though is if you're with me, you're going to have enough self-respect to cover your shit because that belongs to me and I belong to you. And she was like, well, you know, I, I just think that maybe, you know, maybe you're looking too far into it. It's like, let me ask you this. Would it bother you? If you were with a man and he's sitting there liking these Instagram posts of these women scantily clad and dressed, she goes, no, it wouldn't bother me. It's like, then why are you going to be that woman for another man? Let me ask you, was she wearing that type of outfit <laughs> when you met her? Yeah, she was, but well, it wasn't. Possibly just true. who she is. True, 100%. And that's why we're no longer together as yeah. well, plus other things. But no, that's true because when we started dating, she was like, no, you're right. Let me change some of the stuff because I'm with you now. It's like, I appreciate that. Mm. I, I do appreciate And I told her, and I've made this clear with other women. It's like, look. I'm not demanding shit from you. I'm not going to sit there and say you have to. And it's like, look, if this is who I am and this is who I want to be with, if you don't match that, if you don't match that criteria, hey, no harm, no foul. Well, mm-hmm. I'll move on. So I've never been like one of these things that you have to do. It's like, no, if you don't want to do it, then I'm, I'm, do, I'm out. I'm bouncing. And it's worked out. You know, it's just some people, we just aren't meant to be together. Some people just don't click. Yeah. But no, I told her, it's like, if you don't like your guy liking these photos of these women's and these outfits and stuff like that, then why are you going to be that woman for some other guy? It's like, you're literally doing that. And the other part is, and I don't think these women realize, it's not the fact that they're dressing scantily clad sometimes. It's that the fact they're going to go to a place where there's probably drunk men. Mm-hmm. And that scares me. Not a sense of her cheating, but a dude trying to take advantage. A dude trying to get fresh and I'm not there. Mm-hmm. That bothers me. Yeah. So that's why I also tell her, it's like, you know, you need a gun. You need a gun. Because if I can't be there to protect you, who's there? It ain't the cops. I, that, man, I'm fucking hitting him. I'm hitting both both fucking fists today, <laughs> just man. Got real quiet <laughs> I just got real fucking quiet. <laughs> I'm just saying, and it's not again. I'm not jealous of, of a woman. I'm not. I, I completely mean that. God is my witness. It's like there are times where I'll feel that jealousy trying to creep in a little bit. It's like no, love yourself enough and have enough self respect to say that if she doesn't want to be with me, then she's gonna make that known. Mm-hmm. Like that story I heard and I I told to the girl I'm with now, and I was like, here here's how I feel about it. It's like there was this, this kid who talked to his grandpa and his grandpa was like, that woman over there said, we've been married for 50 something years, 50 something years. I have loved her and she's loved me. We've been together through thick and thin when I'm sick, oh, she's sick, whatever the case is. Like, but I will tell you this right now. If she ever said that I don't want to be with you anymore, it's like, I'd help her pack. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to hurt. It's like, but if you don't want to be in my life, then I don't want you in my life. Yeah. That's why these people are kind of like, you know, I got, I got to check up on him. I got to check up on her. No, uh-uh. it shouldn't be that way. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care what she was like, what does it bother you if I talk to other men? I'm like, look, you be the judge. You tell me, would it bother you if I talk to other women? I was like, ask yourself that role reverse that and see where your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. Because some people are different. I'm not going to sit here and say, this is John Burks. I'm just giving you my opinion. But I've seen so many couples that are like, they are hardcore. Like, who are you talking to? What is like, bro, that does not sound like a fun relationship. No, that doesn't sound like a trust. And I get it. And if that person's giving you reasons not to trust them, you probably shouldn't be with them. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. 
But, you know, the girl I'm with now, she's she's so accustomed to being controlled. And, like, I'm, she's just like, you're different. Like, you are very different. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you don't babysit. And I was like, why? You're a grown-ass woman. I shouldn't have to babysit. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I appreciate the fuck out of her. It's, it's been great. But these these messages I get about these guys and these girls and these relationships, I'm like, man, I think at the root cause of a lot of this drama and a lot of these issues, you got some low self-respect. You know that whole love yourself shit? That means love yourself enough to protect your peace, men and women. If that person you're with is not bringing you peace and they are not bringing you happiness, you do not need to be with them. I don't give a fuck if you're married to them. It doesn't matter. Go. Find someone that will give you that satisfaction, that peace, and bring you and make you whole, in a sense. I'm not even reading comments today because I'm pretty sure all the women are like, oh, my God, he's such a prick. No. Let me see. John's such a prick. Mm. This prick tastes amazing. Uh-huh. That's just that's my opinion. What a prick. That's my opinion. But people, oh my god, in the DMs, like, well, maybe all you got to do is just show a little care. My dad loved my mother. I don't give a fuck about your dad. And I don't give a fuck about your mom unless she's down to fuck. Oh. Okay, that's it. And maybe your dad too, because I'm just that hot. But you get where I'm going. I don't give a fuck what your parents did. Your parents also come from a generation of antiquated dating standards. The man has to woo the woman. Fuck no. It's 50 50. 50 fucking 50. And any woman that wants to be chased, let her run, bro. Let her run, Kings. Let that wild stallion run. She ain't the one. There's men who like the, the chase. Yeah, because they're a, stupid. I mean, there's just uh, some people have that 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 thing that they like. Yeah, they, but let's they like the, ask the yourself chase. this, though. Once you caught it, what then? The chase is over. The stimulation is over. So if that's... Uh, yeah, if that's, then they're usually cheaters. Exactly. If that's what really drives you... And the data is like the chase. I love the chase. Yeah. So realistically, what it is, it's not really about the chase. It's about the achieving validation that she wants you and uh, giving there's yourself people get, for an everybody. ego boost. There's people for everybody. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I'm sure there's somebody like would fuck make Lizzo. It work. Yeah. Somebody yeah. would fuck Lizzo. Of course. With that flute, maybe. But I mean, With that's about it. And not a, a penis. Not, a not a penis. Pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm still getting, uh, by the way, I'm still getting great fucking uh, reviews from when Jessica Harlow came on the show. Like, yeah. I'm still getting tagged. I was good, yeah. yeah, people really like, I got to have her back on. Like, I love, because she's a, she's a real G. She's, she's yeah. a, we'll call her real B, or E, real Empress. Yeah. She calls herself the Empress. But no, I, I, I love getting her opinions on stuff, because Jessica doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I still talk about, how hard is it dating up there? It's like, not hard. Have you seen me? I was like, <laughs> like, fair enough. She gets it. She gets it. No. But I, I'd had that DM last night on my Instagram, and I was just kind of like, look, dude, this is just the way I see it. And, you know, it's a compromise. If, if anniversaries are important to your woman, I understand that. We all have things that are important to us, but you also need to make her or help her understand that sometimes the things that she finds important aren't important to you and then explain why. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like if you just give a blunt answer, say, well, it's not important to me. Well, yeah, I could see how she'd be a little offended by that. Versus like, look, it's not important to me on the list of priorities. Because Were they I'm, married or are they just dating? He didn't specify, but okay. doesn't matter. Because uh, the standards you set when you're dating are going to be applied to the same when you're married. I, I guess sort of it does. I mean, I think there's some there's some gray, gray areas, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, if, it's, if it's a married couple, then mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be a lot more important than if you're just dating. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, because you got more invested into a marriage. Because of what? I, I, maybe you have kids. Because of what? Maybe you got, maybe you got a house right, and all but, this other responsibility. What, what so you got to make time to make uh, each other feel special. But what changed? What do you mean what changed? Between dating what? and marriage. I think there's just certain things. There's a uh, time that goes into it. True. So. Yeah. But what changed? 
the time is going to be there. Like whether so, let me, the, the point that I'm trying to make though is like, say like you dated for seven years. Or like if she if you date for a year mm-hmm. and you come you're up front, you say okay yeah just anniversaries, birthdays, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Mm-hmm. You know that's part of like the dating. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. big, so they would know that going into exactly. the relationship. Yeah. So. Get going further into a relationship, if it becomes an issue, then it's like, mm, well, you knew this is who I was. The, exactly. Because the only the thing that I'm trying to say is the only thing that changes between dating and marriage is a ring and a piece of paper. That's literally it. People seem to think that we're going to have two different categories here, dating and marriage. Well, if you're not as committed in the dating realm as you are in the marriage, then why the fuck are you with them? Now, I guess we should specify like what constitutes dating. To me, it's like, well, you're in a relationship now. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you could say that I'm committed to this person, so we're no longer dating. We're in a relationship. Some people say that differently. It's like, no, you're still dating. That doesn't make sense to me, but I get it. But I've, I've learned that when you're going into a new relationship with, a, with a, any kind of woman, clarify that shit. Clarify that shit right <laughs> off the bat. Because I had one friend of mine, she talked to me about some, some advice. I don't know why the fuck they come to me about dating advice. I got, like, two failed marriages, so it's like, pff, I'm probably not the guy you want to talk. Although I've... Maybe maybe different. I don't know. Maybe you can talk to the person. It's like, okay, why did why did these not work out? Yada yada yada. I, I don't so. think because you have, I, I don't know, that I would call them failed relationships. I mean, just relationships. Yeah. Relationship, so yeah. I mean, if you come out better on the other side, then, yeah, hundred percent. Then you're better for it. So I mean, I think one thing I learned too early on, uh, well, early on, like in my early thirties, was just if somebody doesn't want to be here, then you yeah, know, they shouldn't be there. Go. They're doing. They're doing you a favor. Bounce. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Especially I you know if that. somebody cheats on you. Yeah. You know, I, and it hurts mm-hmm. at the time, but you know, wish them best of luck, and yeah. hopefully it works out for them. So yep. the whole thing wasn't just in vain. You know what I mean? I've had That's how to, I feel about I've, it. Anyway. I've talked to that one, or I heard that one saying, and it made perfect sense about the. Uh, bringing previous trauma into new relationships, you're going to doom yourself. And that one guy said, I will never forget. He said, if you don't heal yourself from the cut somebody gave you, you're going to bleed on somebody that didn't cut you. Mm -hmm. It's like that, that has depth, man. That's some truth. And it's kind of like, we all have our own issues. We got to deal with. Um, We all have our own demons. We got to, we got to battle. And it's kind of like, you need to come into a new relationship or you need to go into the dating world when you're pretty much healed up. If you still have past shit you're dealing with, don't go back into the dating world. Because again, you're going to pass that trauma. The girl I'm with, it's like, you know, she was abused by a previous guy. And I told her, it's like, look, I was like, I'm going to say something that's really dickish to you here. I was like, but that ain't me. And -hmm. you applying those standards to me is not fair to me. I was like, that's trauma you should have dealt with before you came into this relationship. I was like, I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm not trying to cheapen it. And she's like, no, I actually understand that that makes perfect sense. It's like, so unless I'm giving you any indicators that I'm showing the same behavioral patterns as him, you have no right to apply those trauma responses to me. That's not fair to me. Just like what if I applied the same trauma responses from my past relationships to you? I was like, that's not fair to you. Mm -hmm. You didn't do anything to warrant that. So why are you paying for somebody else's mistakes? And that's why I say it's like before you go into another relationship. So like I'm telling you, when you see those red flags pop up from insecurities, get the fuck out. You, you don't have to deal with that shit. Like I was at the bike place the other day. Case in point. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real with you here, folks. Now just listen to what I'm telling you. This is not sexist. This is real. The guy that I'm, and by the way, I didn't buy the bike. I, I didn't. I wanted to so fucking bad. It's such a beautiful bike, but I didn't. And the guy's like, yeah, you know, I told him, I, like, I need to sleep on. I want to think about it. He's like, yeah, go home and talk it over with the woman. I was like, I don't have to do that. I was like, I'm dating somebody, but I don't, get, I don't need anybody's fucking permission. He's like, well, you know, I get that. You know, I just, I know how men or women are. It's like, yeah, men and women. It's like, no. I was like, I can understand if like you're married and you share a bank account and that's how you have it set up. Then uh-huh. you have to have that discussion. That's fair. That's, I, that's completely respectable. 
but every relationship I've been in since my first marriage, separate bank accounts. We do not have anything joint, nothing joint. It's all in individual names. That's my preference in a sense of you make your money, I make my money. You spend your money on what you want to spend. As long as you're meeting me halfway on the bills and the rent and the groceries, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I think that's fair. I know you disagree. <laughs> you can disagree. No, it's I, fine. I, I don't know. Yeah, we have a joint bank account. Mm -hmm. And then we also have our own personal bank accounts. But it would be one of that's those good, things yeah. that, you know, before making a, a big purchase, we'd mm -hmm. obviously have to talk to each other about it. Why? It's your money. Uh, just to make sure that we're on the same page with everything. I don't, I, you know, I'd want her to be comfortable with the decision I make as well as... Uh, okay, so I let mean, me ask you this. So if you want to get a motorcycle in your private account, your own bank account, you had yeah. the money to do it, do you still have to go talk to her about that or can you just go do that on your own? Uh, do, you, do you think it, no, if you showed up at your house yeah. with a bike, she would get upset? Yeah, Probably not now mm -hmm. as much as you know, maybe like four or five years ago. What changed? Just financial. Okay. So, I mean, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, obviously you're Fair not going to go yes. out and Fair buy. Okay. you be like, what the fuck? That's fair. Rents do. We need groceries. And yeah. you just went out and bought a motorcycle. But I'm, but the yeah. situation so I just gave you, though, was like, if you're it's your at, money. Yeah. If you're of a higher income level, right. then it's going to be a little bit different. Affordability. Right. Okay. So. No, that's fine. That's completely. That's fair, too. Yeah. That's because as long as you're making bills and stuff like that, but it's your money. Yeah. So I should I should explain it better. Let me say this. It's your private account, and you're ma you're meeting all bills. You're you're committing. Yeah. So you're, you're, if you're yeah. a millionaire and you go out and no, you no, come home even, with a new no, car, no. then your wife is going to be like, "What the fuck?" Not even a millionaire. I'm just saying in general, like yeah. if you are meeting your share of the bills, the gross as far as those fiscal responsibilities, mm -hmm. and then you have this extra money laying around, you want to go buy a bike. Do you clear it with your with your significant other? Uh, I think we'd I'd probably still talk about it because I just know that's talking versus. Let me ask you, permission. Not now. I, let me let me let me differentiate. Talk like, hey babe, I'm thinking about doing about this. Like, or I'm thinking about buying this bike. What do you think about this? Versus like, hey babe, can I do this? Yeah, she'd probably be like, oh, was it, would it make you happy? I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, oh, yeah. That's the difference sure. I'm trying to make. So, men, when you say, but if she can said, I like, do hey, this, uh, you compromise all masculinity. You right. give her all the power. Instead, saying, I meet my bills. Mm -hmm. She just like if she came home with a new car, I'm not getting offended. It's like, baby, it's your money. I'm going to support you no matter what you want to do. Mm -hmm. As long as you're meeting your half, then we're golden. But there are so many people that it goes beyond that. Now it's like, why'd you do that without my permit or why without consulting me? Because I have my own fucking life. I have my own needs, my own wants. I don't go to you to fulfill those. I had a discussion with my girlfriend too. She just talked about, she was like, you know, she was like, I'm worried that maybe I won't get, or I don't uh, intellectually stimulate you as much as you need. I was like, no, you don't. She goes, what? I was like, no. I was like, and you shouldn't. I was like, that comes from various friends in our lives. Mm -hmm. I was like, what you bring into my life, I love. You bring peace. You bring happiness. You bring love. I was like, yeah, I love talking to you. I was like, and I do get mentally stimulated from you. I was like, but not completely. Mm -hmm. I was like, and that, I'm, nobody's going to do that for me. There isn't a single fucking person on this earth that could do that. Well, maybe Ron, Ron Paul, I don't know. I was like, but that's why we have friends because each one of our friends that we have in our lives brings something special and fills something that maybe that is empty. And, you know, you can also talk to guys about certain things that you can't really talk about girls about. And you mm -hmm. need those guy friends. Yeah. That's why when my girlfriend goes out with her girlfriend and she talks to her about getting advice and stuff, I don't get offended because she's got a different perspective that maybe I don't have. But I always tell her, it's like, but I do want you to feel comfortable to where you can come to me for anything. I say, like, but if you do need to go to somewhere else and get guidance, whatever, I'm not offended by that. Not at all. Maybe that person's got experience in an area. I don't. But 
Yeah, that's just my my line of thinking, and I totally went on this weird fucking tangent. But like that dude at the bike shop is like, you know, well, out of, you're out of your damn mind. Yeah, ask permission from the old lady. It's like, I'm sorry, but I'm not a fucking bitch of a man. I don't ask permission <laughs> from anybody. That's just ridiculous. I used to be like that. Now it's like, no, that's my fucking money. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, just like I would want her to do. So and it's everything I say, it's not one sided. I also support the same thing for a woman. Mm-hmm. It's just that I feel like we become so babysitter focused. Like, I got to go ask permission. Like, bro, be a fucking man. Like, be a fucking man. Yeah. And again, I think it comes down to your financial situation, yeah, too. Of course, and that, yeah. And that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, to, yeah. You know, to caveat off of that, if, like, say, for example, I wasn't meeting my right. fiduciary duties, or whatever you want to call it, and I still went out and did that, she would have every right to leave me. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, your finances are all fucked up. She'd have every right to yeah. leave me. That, and that, I would encourage that. Mm-hmm. If somebody financially is immature, cannot handle the money, I would not want to be with them. That's yeah. too dangerous. That's way too fucking dangerous. So. Yeah, but you got the same. I mean, you can make your, your points, but that's what you're saying. Yeah. Well, hopefully that answered that dude's question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it did or didn't. But, you know, here's, here's my answer, man. Figure out what's important to you. And if making her happy is important to you and showing that day in and day out, that's fine. If an anniversary, because here's the thing. We talk about give and take. So if it's important to her, but not important to you, where's the middle ground? Yeah. Where's the middle ground? I mean, you could, I mean, these are conversations to have with that significant other. It's like, you know, I will do my best to go out of my way to remember the anniversary, remember this, but what is she doing in return? It's not, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. love and the showing of love and signs of appropriate love languages, whatever you want to call them, that's not a one-way street. That's not a fucking one-way street. Oh, my man comes home and he brings me flowers. What do you bring him? What do you give him? And sex, no, that doesn't count. Because, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you this. Oh, we'll just keep going with this. If she fucking leverages sex against you, drop her sorry ass. Because I'm telling you right now, using sex and withholding sex as a means of uh, discipline or whatever the case may be, she's, well, you ain't getting any. Well, then you're going to find yourself a new fucking man because it ain't me. I don't play that shit. Yeah. And any dude that does play that shit, you're giving her the power. Fuck no. Have enough self-respect. And women same. If a dude tries to withhold dick, it's the same fucking thing. That is not some, that is your duty committed to them. That's your duty is sexual satisfaction. That's something that you want to feed into that relationship. But if you try and use that as a form of leverage, that's manipulation. That's like physical manipulation. Because you know men love sex. Women know this. Women know men love sex. We are built and programmed to fuck. That's how we are. So when you try and take away the one thing that really their whole mind revolves around as a form of punishment, then fucking leave her ass. That's bullshit. You ain't getting any for a week. (laughs) Well, I'm fucking, I'll get it somewhere. Maybe not from you, but I'll fucking find somewhere. Rosie, it's you and me again. I'm God fucking (laughs) 10 of them right here. Rosie Palms and her 10 friends. You're bringing your sister. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm hitting you with real talk. Women, if you and men, like here's the thing: if you are not sexually satisfying that partner, it and they keep communicating, and you're still not living up to that, it ain't gonna be long for they'll find that satisfaction someplace else. Yeah, that will happen. It will happen. So you can sit there and play this antiquated idea of like I can withhold sex to form make him punish, and then you wonder why they run around on you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's just the way it is, and it goes both ways. If the man's not satisfying his woman. And the way that she's asking him to, then you can't you can't get upset when they fucking they dump you and go find someplace else to get it. That's a that's a need. That is a need. 
that people have. But all these stuffed shirt, old motherfucker boomer types are like, well, that's just not how a relationship works. Like, yeah, maybe not to you. And all these people from those older generations that are like, well, you know, we've been married for 30 years. Like, really? Are you happy? Are you happy? Because, you know, we've been through a lot. Fair enough. But are you happy? Does she make you happy? Well, you know, okay, if you can't answer that, then you know you're not fucking happy. You are in comfort is what you're doing. You're scared to go out there and pursue true happiness. You're just comfortable. If that's where you want to be, fair enough. Be there. <laughs> There's going to be some 80-year-old man listening to this podcast that's going to leave his wife. That guy's a prick. <laughs> Pretty much. Linda, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Getting that motorcycle. I don't care what you say. Hey, go fucking go do it. Go. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. In I'm all seriousness. President. In all seriousness, though, if you, if you take anything out of this, listen to this. That relationship that maybe you're in right now, partnership, whatever the fuck you want to call it, if you are not happy and you've worked towards changing it to make yourself happy and it's not working, leave. Most people, especially women, don't leave because they're fiscally unable to. That's why I tell every woman I'm with, it's like, I want you financially independent because that way you're not sticking with me because you're afraid of being broke, whatever the case may be. If you're financially independent, that's never going to be a concern from you. And then I really know that you want to be with me because you do really want to be with me. So many people are afraid to leave these, these uh, abusive relationships, verbal, physical, whatever the case may be, because of a fear of the unknown. I'm telling you right now, when you're in that little nest of misery, you keep poking your head over the side to look down. It's like, man, that's a long fall. But you forgot how good it feels to fly on your own to spread your actual wings and just fucking fly and be yourself and learn about yourself. And I'll tell you this right now, you should be with somebody that encourages that for you to learn about yourself, to help you improve with yourself. That's someone that actually means something that actually gives a fuck about you. All right. I'm ending that because I got these DMS from these fucking losers. Well, you know what else helps us? Shell shock, Shell shock CBD.com. Josh has got a great uh, review here that I want to want to have him read to y'all. Give this a look, see. Like Josh, this is this is awesome to see. Go ahead. Yeah, these are some really good ones over on our Yelp account. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one is um, from Garrett from California. Says mm -hmm. this product absolutely changed my life. I've been uh, for years going through countless sleepless medications and suffering from insomnia. Uh, I never liked the way sleeping pills made me feel like most people do. Um, and then he got the rack out gummies and uh, said he's never slept better in his life, sleeping mm. more than six hours a night, getting awesome. refreshed. And then there's this other gentleman, Brian from Colorado, uh, nicest people you ever meet, says about shell shock uh, employees here, suffered from uh, traumatic brain injuries, PTSD, spinal cord damage, uh, had problems sleeping. He got the... Um, Sounds like a typical veteran. Yeah. So he got the uh, rack out gummies as well. And he mm. also got the... Uh, Isolate bomb drops mm -hmm. instead of help ease his pain. He's able to sleep at night. Man, it, I love them, hearing. We need to get these, them to do videos for us. These these kind of uh, testimonies and reviews, just to hear how these people with uh, problems getting to sleep are, you know, finding some relief with our with our company here. So, and these are THC are, free, by the way. THC free. It's the really house. appreciate these guys. People taking the time to leave us reviews. <clears throat> And by the way, if, how we're doing. Yeah, if you're watching right now or you're listening right now and you just heard the review Josh just read and you're still skeptical, we offer the sample packs for like yeah. five bucks. Now, those don't come with a money back guarantee. It's not worth the hassle. It's five bucks. Okay, five bucks. 
Now, the full pack gummies, we offer a money-back guarantee. If it doesn't work mm-hmm. for you, we will just send us the gummies back, and we will refund your money. We are that confident. Yeah. You got problems with sleep? We got gotcha. you. Yeah, Brian says he was he's taking zero sleeping medications yeah. now. Huh? And that's after taking... Uh, he lists a bunch of different medications <laughs> that he was taking here, but... He if says, these things uh, knock out a fucking veteran, they'll knock out anybody. Yeah. Yep. It's nuts. We've got great reviews on the rackouts. So, so the rackout gummies, and then also for um, you know, the just our regular CBD, we've got the broad spectrum, so mm-hmm. it has all the benefits of the full spectrum, but mm-hmm. with no THC in it. Then we also have obviously the full spectrum that does have THC in it. Yeah. So they all have their own benefits in their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, catered to each individual customer. So. And then the uh, Delta 8 and Delta 9 gummies are just... Get your highest. I love them. They're like amazing. And, and then they're 9. also great with uh, handling pain. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking pain meds, this is a, a great way to, um, you know, counter those, uh, the big pharma. So we just really uh, appreciate you guys. You know, check us out here. All right. Going solo now. Do we have anybody in the uh, chat that... Uh, Let's try the the products. Anybody? Anybody in Florida? We can't get Delta 8 gummies. Uh, You know, in some states where Delta 8 is illegal, we also can send uh, Delta 9 there. So I want to check that out as well. All right, I'm back. I had to turn on the AC. It's getting warm in here. Yeah, it's getting hot. I can see your nipples sweating. No, not really. (laughs) Holy Jesus, just want to lick them. All right, let's get into it. Hurricane Ian down in Florida. Horrible. Horrible right now. Um, it has not been confirmed. I saw in a few uh, things circulating around social media that there's hundreds dead. Governor Ron DeSantis said that's not been confirmed. So keep that in mind. But in aftermath, DeSantis says report of hundreds of deaths not confirmed. Calls tropical storm historic. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis calls flooding basically a 500-year event. Uh, He called the damage from Tropical Storm Ian historic, but stressed that government officials are not able to confirm hundreds of fatalities that were mentioned by a county sheriff earlier this morning. He said, we've never seen a flood event like this, DeSantis said Thursday. The amount of water that's been rising will likely continue to rise today, even as the storm is passing. is basically a 500-year event, DeSantis added during a press conference. And, of course, this has been politicized. Even fucking Joy Reid, racist over on MSNBC, black supremacist, she says this is climate change. Don Lemon is trying to get to climate change. Again, the left is just trying to do their best to say it's climate change, climate change, climate change. And people are just tired of hearing it. Don Lemon keeps getting owned. He does. He does. This dude doesn't know when to shut the fuck up, bro. Like, stick a dick in your mouth and shut the fuck up. Because you just keep getting owned by everybody because the dumb shit you say. Um, I mean, at some point, he's just going to be like, hmm, I should just stop asking questions yeah. about stupid shit. Maybe just be an, a good interviewer and a journalist and just shut the fuck up without trying to, like, lead your political bias <laughs> with the interview. It's just, yeah. Despite losing strength over land, Ian is still a major storm that has sustained winds of 90 miles an hour. The storm weakened by late Wednesday to a Category 1 storm with 90 mile an hour. Damn, that thing lost some some leverage once it hit, which normally they do. For those yeah. that don't know, once that storm makes landfall, it usually loses a lot of its gust. But even still, 90 mile an hour winds and continues its crawl across the state, but surges as high as six feet were reported early Thursday. Lee and Charlotte are basically off the grid at this point with power outages. Rebuilding of that infrastructure, that's going to be more than just connecting power line to pole, DeSantis speculated. A reporter asked the governor about reported but unconfirmed fatalities in Lee County, what rumors of deaths 
are where rumors of deaths are in the hundreds have remained without confirmation. He said none of that is confirmed. I think that is is there's 911 calls for people saying, hey, the water is rising in my home. I'm going up on the attic, but I'm really worried. Of course, those folks are now going to be checked on, DeSantis assured the press. The governor mentioned two fatalities in Lee County that were believed to have uh, been directly caused by the natural disaster, but a formal investigation has not taken place, nor will it for a little bit, because again, there's just so much going on right now. He continued, and so I think you'll have more clarity about that in the next day or so as they're able to go to those locations and determine whether people need services or are able to be rescued. That number that was put out by Lee is basically an estimate of, hey, these people were calling, the water was rising in their home, they may not have ended up getting through, so we're obviously hoping that they can be rescued at this point, DeSantis concluded. Um, and I saw the video the other day, again, where the, the press or the reporter is kind of like, you know, Congresswoman so-and-so say you're late to respond to this and you basically just shut it down and said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We're not doing that. It looks like they're on top of all it's this bro, shit. Did yeah. you see all the electric? The trucks, yeah. yeah. I'm I, not going to lie. That gave me a warm and fuzzy. It's like, these dude, these are heroes, yeah. man. These guys are just standing by. And here's another thing I'd love to do. do should I say it? Okay, fuck it. I'll say it. I wonder how many of those crews are women. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people, my buddy that lives saying, out there. Uh, I'm just saying. My buddy women Craig is over there without power. They, they, again, all these fucking feminists. Women are so oppressed. How many women are doing those? Are doing those physical jobs? Very know. interesting. I'm not saying none, but I'm saying it's overwhelmingly more men. And I wonder why. Because for those that don't know, those dudes are getting paid bank. Those guys are making bank. But, yeah. Well, it's not looking good for Putin over in Russia right now. My God, like people are just bouncing. Hmm. Videos show Russian anger and fear after Putin's mobilization. President Vladimir Putin's mobilization of Russian men to fight in Ukraine has brought home the reality of war to ordinary Russian families. For months, Russian voices of dissent were largely silent. Initial anti-war demonstrations were quickly crushed, and there were only small displays of defiance in major cities like Moscow and St. Petersburg. But that all changed after Putin's announcement on September 21st. That's when he talked about conscripting up to 300,000 Russians to go fight on the front. And I'm assuming those are Russian men, not women. Funny how that works. Hmm. Through angry protests, acts of violence, and an exodus of more than 200,000 citizens, Russians are rebelling against the prospect of further escalation of the war and the steep price they will probably pay. Kremlin officials have downplayed the turmoil, but the scenes coming out of Russia tell a different story, one of widespread opposition against the government known for quashing it. Dissent has been documented across the country, even in areas that were previously quiet. Videos and images verified by the Washington Post show Russians are angry and afraid for their lives. Can you imagine being told by, like, Biden, like, hey, we're bringing back the draft. You're going to go fight in Ukraine. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, no. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I don't think I will. I don't, I don't, I don't think I will. No, I don't, I don't think I will. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Get your crackhead son over there. It's just funny how it's these governments wanting to send the civilians or the people to war. The people are like, no, we don't want this. You yeah. represent the people. You're doing your own thing. But Putin, Putin's losing in Ukraine. Bro, your, your, your country is turning against you. The people are leaving. Your economy's in turmoil. But again, I'm not going to sit there and pretend like, you know, Ukraine doesn't have any blood on its hand, nor the U.S., nor the EU. Everybody's complicit in this massive clusterfuck over there. Hmm. I just don't think it's worth my life or anybody else's life to go over there and help them. Yeah, it seems like the longer this war goes on, that mm-hmm. the deeper in trouble that Putin is going to get and mm-hmm. the people who are behind the scenes yep. are probably going to... Take him out of office. Yep. Take him out of power. 
That's what I think, anyway. I mean, if you lose control on the world stage and look like a complete wimp, <laughs> you know, going into Ukraine, yeah. which doesn't have nearly the amount of resources that Russia does. Uh, first openly transgender army officer in, indicted for trying to give, this comes from Free Beacon, uh, indicted for trying to give soldiers medical info to Russia. This came out uh, today. The Army's first openly transgender officer was indicted Thursday on charges of trying to provide American soldiers medical information to the Russian government. A federal grand jury in Baltimore indicted Jamie Lee Henry and his wife, Anna Gabrielian, on charges of conspiracy and wrongful disclosure of individually identifiable health information. According to prosecutors, the couple met last month with an undercover FBI agent posing as a Russian diplomat and offered medical information from Fort Bragg, the home of the military's elite Delta Force. Uh, Gabrielian, an anesthesiologist at Johns Hopkins University, told the undercover agent during an August 17th meeting that she was motivated by patriotism towards Russia to provide any assistance she could to Russia, even if it meant being fired or going to jail, according to the indictment. Gabrielian gave the undercover agent medical information on a spouse of someone who works in the Office of Naval Intelligence and highlighted a medical issue that Russia could exploit. Henry... A doctor at Fort Bragg gave the undercover agent information on five patients at the military facility, according to the indictment first reported by the Baltimore Banner. Henry has been praised as a pioneer of the transgender movement after coming out as a transgender in an interview with BuzzFeed News in 2015. Henry claimed to be the first known active duty Army officer to come out as transgender and the first to legally change their name while in service. Uh, Henry told BuzzFeed his experience transitioning helped him, helped him in the medical field. He said, I find my trans experiences allowed me to relate to people because all of us suffer and I could relate to people suffering. I'm able to comfort people that feel isolated and lost alone. And Okay, whatever. Uh, Henry lamented in another interview that year about the lack of privacy afforded transgender people receiving medical care. Why? You're not special. I know. Why should you? What special medical treatment does yeah. a trans person need? So now you, you feel like you should be, what, separated and get your own special treatment? Yeah, Again, that's exactly why people don't like you. Your organs aren't different. Exactly. Like, if you're a biological male, then you're going to have a, a penis and balls. Mm-hmm. So, According to the prosecutors, Henry told the undercover agent he offered to join the Russian military after the invasion of Ukraine, but was rejected due to lack of combat experience. Even the Russian army doesn't want your trans ass. Henry allegedly told the agent that he believed the United States is using Ukrainians as a proxy for their own hatred towards Russia. Well, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> hey, I'm the first openly trans officer and I got news for you about Ukraine. We're only there because we hate Russia. Yeah, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Everybody knows that. Patriot, you're more like retarded. Like, what the fuck is this? First openly trans officer, fucking it up for everybody else. Good job. Mm. Hope you're happy. Hope you're happy. <sighs> fucking dumbass. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're over on Rumble. We're over on Rumble, folks. Here's the link in the YouTube page. YouTube, they're going to ban me soon enough. Here's Rumble. Come yeah. over to Rumble. I'm surprised I still have this channel. It's going to be banned any day now, I'm telling you. And if you want to get more from the podcast, you want to come tune in the live, Rumble, it gets easier the more you use it. It's an easy user interface. Come check it out. Just John Burke over on Rumble. And if you could, give us, leave a comment and give us that plus Rumble because that helps with the algorithms. Yeah. And hit that share button, man. We really appreciate that. Share, so, comment. Yeah, I know. I know it sounds fucking annoying to hear, but that's the reason why. Well, it's almost like... We should be like call ourselves Nostradamuses or whatever we want to call it, like Nostradamus A, Nostradamus B. 
Woman said coronavirus shots affect periods. A new study shows they're right. Hmm. Hmm. Suddenly Weird. now you believe the women's. You believe the women's about their own bodies. And feminists don't know what to do about this. Like they're in a conflict now. It's like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Do we believe all the women's or do we trust the science? <laughs> Dude, I was I was listening to uh, Russell Brand's podcast mm -hmm. on Rumble, and you know his uh, YouTube account got a uh, an official warning, official oh, he did. strike for what uh, misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. What they got us about for. COVID? Yeah. So he plays a clip of Rachel Maddow talking about the vaccine mm -hmm. and anybody who gets the vaccine. You're going to be protected from yep. it, and you're not going to spread it. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to get it so we can eradicate this yeah. Chinese virus. Mm -hmm. She didn't say Chinese virus. Right. I don't call it anything else. But China. But, uh, China. China. But he's right. Yeah. He's like, that's misinformation. Yeah. You can go back and look at all the uh, legacy media that's on YouTube right now, yep. and they all said mm -hmm. the exact same yeah. shit, well, which they, is they're, propaganda. They're going to counter that. Well, the science changed. Like, yeah, but you know science no, changed, and you doubled down on this. You didn't yeah. leave an open end where it's like, look, this could be wrong, or this could be changing. You said, this is it. This is the absolute. Get the vaccine. You don't get the virus. That was not true. And they said, you get the vaccine, you won't die. That's not true. They've lied countless times. They have moved the goalpost countless times. Yeah. And suddenly the believe all the women's crowd, when the women are saying, hey, I'm missing my period, you don't believe all the women's. Mm -hmm. This is from the Washington Post. Not long after the rollout of the coronavirus vaccines last year, women around the country began posting on social media about what they believe was a strange side effect changes to their period. Now, new research shows that many of the complaints were valid. A study of nearly 20,000 people around the world shows that getting vaccinated, again, this isn't just 20,000 people said this. This is a study including 20,000 people from around the globe. Um, that getting vaccinated against COVID can change the timing of menstrual cycle. Vaccinated people experienced, on average, about a one-day delay in getting their periods compared to those who hadn't been vaccinated. The data showed that vaccinated people got their periods 0.71 days late, on average, after the first dose of vaccine. However, people who received two vaccinations within one menstrual cycle experienced greater disruptions. In this group, the average increase in cycle length was four days, and 13% experienced a delay of eight days or more, compared with five percent in the control group hmm. believe all the women's glad i didn't get it glad i didn't get it they were drawing my blood the other day for the physical i had to go get and i, I didn't say anything because i don't know what the doctor is like or the uh phlebotomist is or his political alignment i was just kind of like yeah pure blood right there baby pure blood mm -hmm. ain't shit in there from the fucking covid shit i mean they push they're still pushing it hard oh yeah absolutely yeah but now they're coming out with uh, therapeutics. Yeah. Well, they, uh, I, I, like I said before, they, this doctor at that clinic also makes his own CBD. And he charges way more. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that he made his own because at the front desk, I look and their price is like 1,500 milligrams is 90 bucks. And I was just like, because ours is like 60. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, who, where do you get your supply from? It's like, because I know some of the guys like, uh, the doctor who owns this building makes it himself. It's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> never really? mind. Really? There ain't no way he's going to fucking like, hey, we'll fucking supply you, bro. It's like, what? I'm charging 90. He's like, okay, you do what you want. It's like, huh. we got the same potency, probably even better product for better. way less. But I tried to take my shot. I was like, hey, we can easily provide you shell shock CBD to sell. And, you know, we do we do wholesale. So if you're interested, that option is on the... Um, if you want the good stuff. You want the good stuff. People don't trust doctors anymore now. Well, we already covered... Um, 
Coolio's death, but um, yeah, it's just uh, I wonder if he had the shot. I'd like to know. Yeah, because you, you, did you ever see that video of? Uh, I think we, I think we've talked about it before with uh, Bob Saget and yeah. Gilbert Godfrey, mm-hmm. where they're and doing then Norm pod- McDonald. Yeah, well, they were doing their podcast. Mm-hmm. Norm McDonald had cancer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, but did, wasn't it Norm McDonald that found out, or did, did he do an interview? No, they found Bob Saget dead. Yeah, because they said then, he hit his head. Right. Yeah. And then Gilbert Godfrey, I think he just yeah. straight up just died. I don't uh-huh. know, unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Both but of them they, got the vaccine, right? They were on a, on a podcast together talking about how they were getting the vaccine and getting boosted and double boosted and all these shots and everything. And then within six months, they're both dead. Yeah. Like, Queer. I know. Is that a coincidence? The simple uh, fact that so many people trust this government so blindly is so alarming to me. I mean, that is scary. So fucking, it's very scary. Like, there's a lot of sheep in this country. America is no longer the land of the free. We're the land of sheep. Yeah. It's, and they look at you. They look at you like there's something wrong with you because you don't trust yeah. the government. Like, what's wrong with you? You question anything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're a conspiracy theorist because yeah. you don't want to trust some people who are power hungry. Yeah. And the only thing they do is they just want to stay in power. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a post that my buddy made on Twitter. It was really well done. I shared it to my stories. It might still be there. I think it's Adam Coleman. What are you? Where'd it go? Shit, I guess it expired. Let me see if I can find the picture. Yeah, Missy Wong here in the chat says that she had no choice. She had to get vaccinated for her job. You know, I can see in the foreseeable future that people are going to have class action lawsuits against these companies who Mm -hmm. force them to get uh, vaccinated. Yep. And then... If you have adverse effects from it, sue those motherfuckers. I mean, people are getting blood clots. Young people are dropping dead. Yeah. This came from Adam B. Coleman. Listen to how he says, says this. It's so well said. He said, I've noticed that the people who call themselves patriots due to their love for America criticize the U.S. government the most. But the people who think America is terrible defend the U.S. government the most. I find it fascinating. And I also find it fascinating how quickly those sides switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. If we look at the whole defund the police to where now they're saying, no, support the FBI versus the GOP are like support the police. But now it's like defund and abolish the FBI. But for me, it's a perfect explanation. It's like, yeah, I, I support local cops mm-hmm. for community policing. Right. But I don't support feds. No, not at all, because that's just more government overreach. Yeah, not that's even where you explain bit. the difference there, because people are like, well, that's just hypocritical. It's like, no, we can dissect this down and actually explain it. But with Democrats, you can't. Like you're you're you you literally just switch sides for the sake of switching sides because that's what the GOP does. You yeah. don't like that. You had that douchebag, butthole old dork talking about defunding the police and thanks BLM and Antifa for bringing it up and bringing it to the forefront so everybody could see that you know maybe we should Uh-oh. defund the police. It's not a good idea. No, it's not defunding the local police. Now defunding the FBI, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. But don't Clearly. you love how freaking sacky and the rest of those stupid asses were kind of like, well, those were Republican ideas? Like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, they're no, so full of shit, man. They are. But their base audience yeah. will be like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 they're right. Well, it's Republican. the same sheep that want everybody to get vaccinated. Yeah. It's the same people listening to this garbage. Just get vaccinated and yeah. shut up. Yeah, do your part. Shut up. Flatten the curve. No, okay, whatever. White House fields multiple questions on why President Biden appeared to look for deceased congresswoman. Folks, strap in and hang on because this is going to blow your fucking mind. You want to talk about just flat-out cognitive dissonance and gaslighting? This is it right here. There is no denying this. You cannot deny that President Biden is a senile, dementia-ridden old man that is destined for the grave very soon. And the sooner the better. So you remember we talked about on the show the other day, yesterday I think it was, or the day before, that Biden called out um, for Jackie Walorski. 
but she's dead. She died in a car crash. And in the room, when he's doing this briefing, he's like, Where, where's Jackie? Where, where's Jackie at? Okay. Literally calls out for her. He's not bringing up her name like, hey, thank you for the support. You know, the support of the... Her the, memory the representative. No, he was literally asking, for, where's Jackie at? Where's she at? So, Jean-Pierre, oh, the press secretary that's just fucking garbage, told reporters 14 times... And this this is why this is how they this is how they justify Biden's dementia. This is how they do it, folks. She says deceased rep Jackie Worski was well, you know what? Play the clip. Listen listen to what she says herself. It's it, oh, I can't. I fucking can't. Look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. They seemed to indicate she might be in the room. Look so, what happened there. So the president was uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had, uh, oh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, so, of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. He, That's not uh, the question. That's not the question. Much looks forward to discussing her remarkable he legacy said, of public said, service with yeah. him when he sees her family this country. You can end it there. Yeah. Just a stupid bitch. Just a stupid lying fucking cunt. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. That has to be one of the worst jobs I in America, know. right? Like, all right. And she knows she's lying. Yeah. She knows she knows she's lying. She's full of shit. This has been one of the most most corrupt administrations I have ever seen. Like her just her body language Bro. is like she's looking down, reading this prepared statement because obviously she knows that yeah. question's coming. Uh, like bro, okay. I'm surprised she's not sitting there going, I'll answer that as a black lesbian. Well, as a black lesbian, I feel like cause you you just know they're gonna try and muddy the water yeah. with every fucking uh, superficial thing they can yeah. to detract away from the actual topic of Biden being out of his fucking mind. <laughs> Come on! She's You're just like, sitting well, there like, uh, yeah, hey, ma'am. Uh, clearly that's a racist statement, ma'am. Press sec, I hear what you're saying, but the president's literally right behind you and he just shit himself. <laughs> well, well, clearly, <laughs> shit was on his mind. It was on his mind. And who are you to judge that? Like, I, I cannot, I cannot with you fucking retards. I cannot. We live in this society that is comprised of people that display such insane levels of political bias. And don't get me wrong, everybody does it, but nobody does it better than liberals. Oh, nobody God. does it better than this administration. You're so terrible. Nobody. I have never seen, I have never seen an administration that has ran so much. I mean, my God, if this administration was an NFL football team, they would be Super Bowl bound from the amount of fucking effective interference they were. Well, maybe not because it's not effective. It's fucking stupid. Oh. But you just see all the little, all the little pawns in the administration scrambling every time Biden opens his fucking web covered mouth and the dust that just flies out of it. He says some of the most stupid shit. And then what happens is a response. Everybody's like, all I see are like these red lights that just go off in the White House. Jackie, like, get on up here, Jackie. Where is she? President President Biden gives a speech and then he says something. And all of a sudden, somebody there with the president like pulls a little red button, hits it. And then you just have these lights going off in the White House. 
general press conference now, damage control. President think? Biden's talking again. And then all the talking heads get together. One room is like, okay, all right, Bob, how do we handle this one? It's like, well, we could just deny, deny, deny. Now we're not going to do that. Uh, Kareem, what are you going to say? We'll just say it was always on his mind. Let's go with that. <laughs> and so that's what they do. Yeah. It is like ultimate damage control. So Biden is making his administration work 10 times harder to cover the tracks of his retarded ass. And it's not they're trying to cover his tracks. It's that he's just so fucking lost and they don't want people to see this. And the sad thing is, like... Trying to keep up with the retard. Yeah, and then the sad thing is, like, you look at someone like Kamala that could, like, take some of the weight off, she makes it worse. Oh, God. Community. We're gonna we're gonna do community with community. <laughs> community. Like she doesn't even have dementia. She's just she's just stupid. stupid. <laughs> she's just legitimately stupid. Bro, bro, <laughs> it's fucking crazy to me. <laughs> fucking crazy to me. I don't get it. But there you have it. Like, there you have it. That's just that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Come on. Uh, this has, like, been the biggest fucking clown show I've ever fucking seen. Ever seen. Hmm. It's just crazy to me. But there you go. Uh, she was just on Biden's mind. That's why he called for her. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But he literally called for a dead dead representative. Like, I know. What's Where's Jackie? Exactly. Well, well she She's was dead. killed in a car accident about a month ago. And... <laughs> The funeral was about three weeks ago. Exactly. And oh, you really? know it's bad when even non-funny comedian Trevor Noah, look, I'm, I, it's not because he's a leftist. Trevor Noah is just not funny. Just like Jimmy Fallon they, yeah. or Jimmy Kimmel, they're not funny. Yeah, These yeah. people are not funny. Mm -mm. It, no. Even SNL, not funny. The old cast, they were funny. Yeah. What you see now, this is what politically correct comedy gets you. This is what it gets you. This is why it's not funny. That's why you see these up-and-coming community or comedians like Andrew Schultz and the rest of them. They're dominating. Mm -hmm. They're destroying these motherfuckers because they're joking about racist jokes, stereotypes, the shit that we used to love to talk about because it was fucking funny. George Car Carlin would have a liberal having an aneurysm today. I see uh, Louis C.K. is... Oh, he's making a comeback. He's on the rise. He is, after jizzing in some plants, I guess. <laughs> jerking off in front of some people. Jerking off some people and, like, nutting in a plant. Like, that's a jizz-free ficus, Louie. <laughs> you, you, some of you might get that reference. It's a little American Pie reference. That's a jizz-free ficus. Daily Show host Trevor Noah rips Biden for shouting out dead congresswoman. No, Joe, what are you doing? He's old. Like, this guy, when he gets done talking... For those that don't know, if you've never been one of these press set, press briefings or press, uh, yeah, things, the biggest um, noise that you're going to hear is everybody behind the blue curtain, behind President Biden's podium. As soon as he walks away, it's a massive, oh, thank God. I know. That's it, because every time he walks up to that podium, they're all going, oh, God, what is he going to say? Please stick to the script. Please stick. The same for Trump's handlers. It's like, please let him just stick to the script. Stick to the script. You know what? Fuck China. It's like, oh, yeah, God. At least he was coherent. At least he was, yeah. Still is. Still yeah, is. still coherent. President Biden's shout out to a deceased Congress. So he's a shout out. <laughs> hey, dig her up. Bring her in here. Roll those old bones up here. Let's get it. Jackie. President Joe Biden's shout out to a deceased congressman or congresswoman Wednesday left much of his White House audience and the Democratic supporters squirming. A fact that even The Daily Show noticed later that day as the Comedy Central host, Trevor Noah, mocked Biden's latest mental lapse. Noah used the moment to caution Biden about just how awkward it looked. He said after a shaky start to his presidency, Joe Biden... Shaky? Bro, that wasn't a shaky start. The plane didn't even get off the ground before it fucking crashed. I don't know. It's been a 
disaster from the get-go. My God, we're talking about shaky. That was horrible. It's still horrible. The Mount St. Helens of presidencies. Gas is still 845 over in Cali. Saw that today. It'll never go down in California. You don't think those so? People, those people are screwed oh, fuck that. with that leadership. As yeah. long as there's a Democrat in charge over yeah. there, they're screwed. Well, I think it only it only gets magnified because you got a stupid Democrat president that's fucking it all up, and the Californians oh, are yeah. really going to feel that. You, know. you, you get what you vote for, folks. You get what you vote for. I'm still waiting on a, by the way, for those that Junior Murkowski is still waiting for a statement. He hasn't made one yet. It's been 48 hours. I don't know. I do know that he has tweeted this out. Um, this is more information that's come out. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It's funny when you try and hide shit, it comes to light. This is the day and age where you can't hide anything. So it's like better to just be honest. Oh, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Hold on. Let me pull this up. Totally off the top of my head here. <clears throat> he tweeted this out. Uh, when was this? When was this? Fuck, I can't find it. Either way, uh, he tweeted out this thing about he uh, got busted for... Um, here it is. Tweeted this out on, doesn't say, but it's J.R. Majewski uh, over on Twitter, which he's got a blue check. Good for him. In 2001, at the age of 21, I was cited for having a blood alcohol content between 0.05 and 0.08 while driving in Japan. Since I'm not Paul Pelosi, it led to a penalty. Well, Paul Pelosi actually did face a penalty, but I mean, it was still bullshit, but he still faced the penalty. Uh, he said, I'm not proud of it. I learned from it. I remained focused on the issues affecting Ohio in 2022. Number one, bro, here's the deal. It's just like, don't don't deflect to somebody else. Yeah, that's that's an easy tactic. Admit your shit. Say, yeah, I did this. This is like fucking twenty years ago. I learned. My bad. Cool. Like whoever whoever Murkowski's fucking press dude is, you need to fire them. Fire them right now. They're giving you the wrong fucking info. Don't sit there and say, hey guys, I fucked up. But look at Paul Pula. No, don't do that. You let people make that assumption on their own. Yeah. You don't point that out. That makes you look more like this dude's. He's he's done. He's fucking done. 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 You sealed your own fate, man. And don't sit there and say, well, politics is dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. But you should at least have a grasp of what you're dealing with once you go into that, that arena. So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate. But mm -hmm. hopefully people will learn from that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people go moving forward, they'll take notice of this guy's mistakes. <laughs> like, don't be fucking stupid, right? When you start your campaign and lie about your service. So, and then, you know, that's just politics. Like I, I would imagine like if I was ever going to run, which is never going to happen because fuck, fuck being a congressperson. I hate the government, but imagine that's if you were the perfect reason to run. Yeah. But, uh, I just feel like that's one of those things of like in order to defeat evil, you have to become evil because you're going to have to play the game. I don't want to play the game because I look, I look at people that they, and they go into this thing and then they just hate their life. It's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do that. But it, it can't be a career. True. I agree. It's gotta be, you gotta go into it. Yeah, because you love your neighbor and you want to, yeah. you know, help serve your country. I hate my neighbor. He's a liberal. But you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Him. You want to be like, make sure everything is fair. Yeah. Things are getting done. And, yeah. you know, douchebags aren't double yeah. dipping in the pot to pay themselves before anybody else. Yeah. Giving contract jobs to their buddies to get mm -hmm. a kickback. Yep. That kind of shit. Well, uh, I would just assume that when Mer Merjewski sat down, I said, I'm thinking about running. He probably had some people sitting there next to him. Like, okay, well, that means we need to go ahead and dig up all the skeletons you got mm -hmm. because that's what the left is going to do. Yeah, dig up the skeletons and figure out what you how you want to address them. 
And that's fair because that's what that's what happens now. It turns into character assassination. Hey, did you know back in 2001, John Burke pissed on a fire hydrant? I didn't, but still, it's like, oh my god, it's horrible. Oh, you got a you got a ticket for jaywalking. Oh Jesus, you know. So this dude got pulled over, got a DUI. 0 0.05, 0 0.08, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you fucked up. But that was also like 20, 30 years ago. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Live and let live. Yeah. I get that. And you can even counter somebody on that. That's easy. If, like a Dem if I did something like that, a Democrat tries to take it and run it as a talking point, be like, hey, you know what? You're right. That was. I fucked up. But that was also 20 years ago. So let's look at the 20 years of past mistakes you've made and put them on the table if that's the route you want to go. Yeah, because nobody's going to be perfect. Exactly. All right, so... Especially when you're younger. Yeah. You're going to make stupid mistakes. Yeah. It's about how you overcome it and move on. Yeah. So are you a good person now? Yeah. Then oh, hell no. Great. I'm a prick now. I'm worse. I mean, you know, you're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Try to... Yeah. You're right. Try to move on. You're right. What time is that meeting? Was it a three? Uh, I think it's at two. Is it a two our time? It's Eastern time, right? Oh, uh, shit. 1.30 p.m. Central time. So it's in 15 minutes. Okay. All right, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we got an important meeting we got to get to, uh, but we appreciate you being here. Oh, by the way, real quick, before we forget, for those that don't know, you remember Tipsies & Co.? We still have the products here. We have the bath wash, we have the aftershave, and we have the cologne. This stuff is, I was going to say, tastes amazing. <laughs> this stuff is delicious. This stuff is amazing. Have you ever tried a Tide Pod? <laughs> don't even. <laughs> Don't even. Well, right now we're running a special, folks. We're running a special. These three deals or these three uh, items, the body, this stuff smells amazing, by the way. The body wash, the aftershave, and the cologne. Well, if you sign up on our Patreon for that option, we're going to we're gonna send it to you. Here's the link to the Patreon. It's All American Savage Show. Go sign up. It's $10 a month to support the show. You get this. This is valued roughly at 40 bucks. So if you want to check it out, this stuff is incredible. We're just, we're giving this away. If you go sign up, support the show on Patreon. It's All America Savage. I post the link there. Uh, it's a $10 option. And it means that you also, when you subscribe, you got to send us your shipping stuff. And we're going to ship this out to you. Mm -hmm. We'll cover the shipping. That's not bad, right? That's a good fucking deal. That's a great fucking deal. It's a great deal. So you can check this out. You get the aftershave, the body wash, and the cologne for becoming a $10 subscriber on the All American Savage Show Patreon. And that's, that's pretty much it. All we're right. to get to this meeting. You got anything to add, my man? Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We will see you right back here tomorrow on the All-American Savage Show podcast. If you could, hit that share button and tell your friends. And as always, you stay savage, America.